With WYOY in New York, I'm Chris Barlow with a look at this week's gradual decline of Western civilization. Our top story is the continued fallout from last week's Brexit vote, where a country full of white people believed that a scary white man with an even scarier blonde wig could permanently reverse the effects of globalization, better known to white voters as non-white peopleization. That bloated blonde scarecrow, known in the press as Boris Johnson, threw the Conservative Party into even greater disarray this week, with the surprise announcement that he would not seek to replace David Cameron as Prime Minister of the country formerly known as the United Kingdom. Johnson's abrupt about-face came after former ally Michael Gove called Johnson unfit for the position and announced that he would seek to head the Conservative Party himself, in a twist reminiscent of the hit HBO series Game of Thrones, except where all the characters are people you'd pay $15 a month to keep completely clothed. The immediate consequences of the Brexit vote have been unexpectedly disastrous, except for the part where everyone expected they would be disastrous. The pound has fallen to a 30-year low, Scotland is threatening to leave the UK, and both the Labour and Conservative parties are facing simultaneous leadership crises amidst growing calls for an early election. Some British voters have even gone so far as to demand a second referendum, citing the lack of a no-take-backsies clause in the original vote. Now, many of these Leave voters have expressed surprise that voting for something actually influences its chances of occurring, while the Conservative Johnson and the UK Independence Party leader Nigel Farage have both been quick to walk back many of the promises made by the Leave campaign, including, but not limited, to an end to open EU immigration, £350 a week for the National Health Service, and a unicorn puppy for every adorable white child in England and Wales, which is especially ridiculous because we all know they're called unicorn foals. All told, it's the kind of massive national embarrassment no country should face without Donald Trump, which is why the presumptive GOP nominee decided to grace the United Kingdom with his presence during the Brexit vote. Trump praised the outcome and suggested that the cratering British economy would be great for his golf course, though some analysts were quick to point out that Trump may have just seen Boris Johnson on TV and thought it was himself. Trump's internationalism continued even after his return to the U.S. this week, with his campaign facing an investigation for illegally lobbying foreign politicians for campaign donations. Though it's unclear if Trump personally authorized the emails to foreign members of parliament in the UK, Iceland, Australia, and other countries, the revelation is just the latest misstep by his campaign and the first piece of irrefutable evidence that there are in fact emails more annoying than Hillary Clinton asking if you want to see Hamilton with her. Elsewhere on American soil, we have a late-breaking update to the ongoing hostage situation involving New Jersey Governor Chris Christie. New reports in the New York Times suggest that Trump may be vetting Chris Christie as a potential vice president, a decided upgrade from leading Trump's imaginary transition team, but a notable downgrade from fetching Trump's McDonald's orders, because at least that job allowed Christie to be temporarily unshackled from the radiator in the basement of Trump Tower, where he's usually kept. In health news, a new study from the Colorado Department of Public Health says marijuana use among teens is down 4% in that state since the legalization of recreational marijuana three years ago, which is exactly what you would expect to happen when the new face of pot is your pantsless father covered in Fruit Loop crumbs. 
Speaking of Fruit Loops, Kellogg's is opening a new breakfast cereal restaurant in Times Square, which will charge upwards of $7 for a bowl of brand name cereal. The restaurant joins Applebee's, Olive Garden, and Starbucks as one of several unique experiences tourists are completely incapable of having in their own strip malls. Taking a look at the media, big news for fans of the podcast Serial. Adnan Syed has been granted a new trial for the murder of Heyman Lee, proving once again that the American criminal justice system works exactly the way our founders intended. Guilty until proven innocent by a woman with vocal fry. In a surprise announcement last week, HBO canceled Vinyl. The show suffered from low ratings, mixed reviews, and an utter lack of dragons. And speaking of those dragons, HBO has also announced the creative team for the next season of Game of Thrones, and it once again features zero women writers or directors, which comes as a real surprise for a show where female empowerment is defined as being able to murder people with your boobs out. Now just time for a quick look at the weather, and it's going to be a beautiful long weekend out there, except for all the horrors of this world. Uh, it's temporarily sunny in the upper 80s, with a false sense of hope and a looming darkness on the horizon. Happy Independence Day! From New York, I'm Chris Barlow. I'll be back next week with even more reasons to despair, here on WYOY. <laughs>